Hello there, my name is Michelle Matthews, and I believe that if you have something to say, you should say it. You shouldn't hold it in for fear of what people might think or how it may be perceived. What you have to say is valid. You have a voice and you should use it. So here's something that I want to share with you before I go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Before I Go podcast. Today, if you get one thing from today's episode, get this. Stay true. Someone contacted me recently and asked me to take her on as a health coaching client. She was hit hard during the pandemic, as most of us were, and she told me she needed help. She was practically yelling at me, take my money. I declined. Why? Because I stopped taking on clients several years ago because I found myself feeling like I was more invested in their success than they were. And it was exhausting. But the main reason why I declined was because I needed to stay true to myself. I wanted to help her, but not at the expense of my own peace of mind. Another example, I'm not hosting Thanksgiving anymore. No, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. And every year I host my entire family, but I decided that I wouldn't be doing it anymore. Why? Because I'm a vegetarian. And the thought of purchasing and preparing a turkey, ham, greens with neck bones, dressing with sausage, and a seafood casserole was just too much. And I was not going to subject anyone to a vegetarian Thanksgiving. But the main reason why I declined was because I needed to stay true to myself. Now, you may be thinking, well, that's just being selfish. You're only thinking about yourself. Well, what if I told you that I gave the woman an abbreviated plan to help her get started on her weight loss, to get help her get started on her weight loss journey? What if I told you that I offered to bring the side dishes to Thanksgiving? Is that still me being selfish? And what if it is? Staying true to yourself is just another form of self-care in my opinion. Staying true to yourself allows you to set boundaries and protect your peace. There was a time when I worked with clients that I did not want to work with for various reasons, but I did because I didn't want to hurt their feelings. I prepared Thanksgiving dinner last year, even though I was a vegetarian and we were in the middle of a pandemic because I didn't want those that did come to my house to be disappointed. I get not wanting to disappoint people, but at what cost? Listen, you cannot please everyone all the time. Someone will always be disappointed and that's okay. Either they will get over it or they won't, but we cannot spend our time trying to convince anyone of why it's okay for us to stay true to ourselves. Now, I have not always had the ability to be true to myself. I have made major life decisions 
based on other people's opinions. I have stayed in relationships longer than I should have. I have signed contracts that cost me tens of thousands of dollars because I was not true to myself. (laughs) But when you know better, you do better. And I am happy to say that I know better. Now, when faced with a decision, I ask myself, is this something that I really want to do? And if the answer isn't a resounding hell yes, then I politely pass. Being true to yourself is all about behaving in such a way that lines up with your core beliefs. Being true to yourself is not about pleasing other people or doing what will make someone else happy. We have to stop the cycle of people pleasing if it interferes with being true to yourself. Staying true to yourself may lead to losing some people. People who are used to you not being true to yourself and they cannot handle the change. If those people truly love and respect you, then they will learn to embrace the fact that you have changed. They will respect your boundaries and support you. If not, let them go. So what are some of the barriers to staying true to yourself? Well, I'm glad you asked. (laughs) I'm going to share some of those barriers with you, as well as some examples from my own life of how these barriers kept me from being true to myself. Now, if you're a longtime listener, then some of these will sound familiar. So bear with me because they are worth repeating. The first barrier is wanting instant gratification. Now, we live in a microwave hurry up society. We want everything right now. And that desire may cause us to take shortcuts and do things that we probably wouldn't normally do in order to get what we want now instead of what we may need later. A perfect example was when I quit my job to be a full-time health coach and personal trainer. I wanted that success right away, which caused me to take shortcuts, which ultimately led to the crash and burn. Had I taken the time and done the proper research and not been in such a hurry, perhaps things would have turned out differently. The second barrier is following someone else's script for your life. I have learned that no one on this planet knows more about what is best for me than me. Unfortunately, it took about 50 years for me to get to that realization. I believed that I was supposed to graduate high school, go to college, get married, have kids, and live happily ever after. That was never the script that I had written for myself. My script included having kids and getting a job to support them and then live happily ever after. I was not being true to myself. The other script heavily depended on the actions of others. My script depends on me. The third barrier is fear of change. And how many of you know that nothing amazing happens within the confines of your comfort zone? Sometimes being afraid to shape things up causes us to miss out on the blessings that were specifically designed for us. The fourth barrier 
is people pleasing. This is a huge one. Going out of our way to please others will always lead to regret and resentment. If we decide to stay true to ourselves, we can avoid some of that regret. I got married because I wanted to please my mother. When I expressed to her that I could picture myself having kids but not being a wife, her response was less than approving, to say the least. And even though I was full grown when I got married, her words still rang in my ears. Now, to her credit, when things looked a little shady leading up to the wedding, she did tell me that I didn't have to do it. But I didn't want to be a disappointment. And as we all know, both marriages failed. Wasn't my mother's fault? No, it was my fault because I couldn't be true to myself. The final barrier is attaching your self-worth to the opinion of others. Let me ask you something. Is your self-esteem based on how many likes you get on a social media post? Does your mood change if someone doesn't notice and compliment your new hairstyle or outfit? Are you always trying to figure out how to impress people who don't live in your house or pay your bills? If you answered yes, you may not be staying true to yourself. I've been guilty of this one too. I believed that people thought less of me because I was single, that I was somehow defective. I've accomplished a lot in my life and I am proud of those accomplished. I am, a, I am proud of those accomplishments but I cannot say definitively that I pursued all those things because I wanted to or because I felt like I had something to prove to people who weren't even thinking about me. Look, not being true to yourself is exhausting. It is just so much easier to learn how to just do you. It takes too much time and effort to design your life around the thoughts and opinions of others. At the end of the day, you have to be happy with who you are, period. The people in your life that honestly care for you will respect you so much more. And if they don't, well, to hell with them. Well, that's all I have for today. Thank you so much for listening. But before I go, let me share this with you from Rochelle E. Good rich. For every one person who praises you, there are a hundred who would criticize. Heed neither the one nor the hundred. It is your opinion that truly matters. I'll see you next time.